Talk Guys podcast. I'm Strick. And I'm Motel. We're here to bring you everything happening in the world of toys. We're talking action figures, Lego, video games, and anything else that catches our eye. On today's podcast, we got a couple of quick mentions to go through. Then we got our meteor discussion topics. We got some Playmates, some Lego, some NECA, some Reebok, and some Mezco. And then we got our collection updates, and then we'll hit you with the outro. How you doing, Motel? I'm doing good, man. I am just happy to be here and just happen to be chatting with my bud. Right back at you, man. There's you know when you say happy? I, I think of a certain place when I hear happy. I, I think of a certain place. The happiest place on earth? The <laughs> happiest place on earth. Not the sweetest place. Not the most magical place. The most happiest place on earth. Oh, yeah. And boy, what a, what a perfect layup transition right there. We're talking about McDonald's. What other place could we have been talking about? Everyone knows. Everyone knows it's McDonald's. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, full disclosure, we're late on this. Uh, life happens, <laughs> and we're... Uh, <laughs> We're behind in this month, but uh, I have to at least mention this promotion that did happen this past March. Uh, I guess technically still going on because we are still in March, but uh, McDonald's, they released Mario Kart toys. Oh, yeah, oh, 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 oh. I didn't pick any of them up, uh, being completely transparent there, but I just, I have to, I have to, I have to give the devil his due, man. Uh, McDonald's, they, they put out a great set of eight toys. Uh, I'm a big fan of fast food toys when you collect all of them and they all work together and complement each other. They're not just like a hodgepodge of like out of scale weirdo gimmicks, if you know what I'm saying. Like, I hear you. All of these are Mario Kart characters in their little Mario Karts. And I just, I want to, you know, give the devil their due. They, they did a good job. I like this promotion. They're looking good, man. I'm I'm bummed. I well, I guess it's still March. I could still run out right now and pick up a Happy Meal and yeah. try to get one of these boys, but they're they're looking good, man. I would I'd be all over these, you know, when um trying to get some of these for Oliver. I just imagine if we were still in college, you know, we'd, oh, we'd, we'd yeah. be uh, we'd be going there every night. I know. We definitely would be doing that. <laughs> this would be a good excuse. <laughs> yeah, man. There's a look cool. Nice quick mention. What you got? All right, dude. 90th anniversary castle set is uh, rumored to be coming out. It's uh, It was teased in the Back to the Future set, uh, kind of release promo. And uh, yeah, man, we're going to get some castle in our lives. We haven't gotten castle in, I don't even know how long, maybe like 2011. It's been, it's been a long time. And people, you know those Lego fans, man, they love their castle. They sure do. They sure do. Now, remind me again, what, you were, you were Black Knight's castle fan as a kid? Is that Black Knight's, is that the one with the wolf? Because that was me. Oh, no, 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 that's, uh, that's different. Yep, that is... Oh, man. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> it's called, like, Wolf Knights or something like that. My bad. I, I'm not deep in the in the castle lore. Like, I, I had some, uh, some, like, regular castle when I was growing up. But I, I always had, like, the, the big set I got when I was a kid, uh, like, first big set I got for Christmas was a big castle set. My whole family helped me put together. Like, that was, that's my earliest Lego memory is go. putting that thing together. So... I'm pretty pumped to see what it looks like. I probably won't buy it. I might, you know, just for something me and Oliver to put together one day, just because I have that memory, and it might be something that I can pass along to him. But, um, yeah, man, I'm excited to see some castles, some, like, good, new-looking castle. Nice. Yeah, definitely. 
All right, quick mentions out of the way. Cowabunga trick. I don't really have a good transition, but <laughs> <laughs> um, this is like a hodgepodge of things that I didn't I didn't know what to like solely make one topic. So I'm sort of just gonna brush over a couple of things. Uh, we're talking if you if you're at all familiar with the people at home. I know you're not strict, but we're talking Holothon, uh, brought to you. I think hosted by NECA, if I'm not mistaken. This this is some sort of promotion that happened during March. I think the the last half of March. That's the long story short. Uh, don't really need to know too much about this, but what you do need to know is, I guess this person who you're, who collectors are supposed to know, I don't know him. Uh, the Canuck curator was putting out like teaser videos leading up to and then during the Holothon, <clears throat> the Holothon event, and I guess one of them really struck a chord with collectors who this is being basically directed to and i know you didn't get to see the video but it's basically like this quick teaser i think it's like one minute of this dude this canuck curator dude dressed up in like turtle stuff uh and with all this like turtle merchandise behind him and it's obviously the stage is obviously set to be like he's in this basement of his or his parents place and he's got his collection behind him and he's just kind of like it, it almost feels like he's talking down to collectors in a way where he's sort of like this caricature of just being like, yeah, I'm this sad, lonely person in the basement, and these are my toys, and cowabunga, and um, at, at one point, actually, from what I remember, you can't see the video anymore, but from what I remember, the mom actually calls down and says something, and he's like, no, mom, you're totally wrong, or something to that degree, like talking back to his mother who's yelling down to him from the, like, upstairs, and at the very end of it, he he, he does this whole just disingenuous turtle power like it doesn't speak to the person you're trying to sell the products to like this NECA stuff I mean it's all for collectors I mean I can understand kids there are probably kids out there that buy this but it really is aimed at collectors who are going to pay these prices so I know he caught NECA or whoever made that video they caught some blowback and I know there's a lot of chatter in the community about it uh I think Pixel Dan even like tweeted it out being like you should probably know your audience on this one something something to that <laughs> effect and i mean rightly so i i can't unfortunately i can't see the video because I, th- I think they took it down because they were just kind of getting beat on it i'm pretty sure that allegedly i don't know what's your take on that yeah i mean it just sounds like they totally missed the mark with the audience i mean it doesn't sound funny one maybe to like a certain audience because uh, it, it is just like a trope and a stereotype of collectors and what they're like but yeah you're you're trying to talk to the collectors so why would you try to like make fun of them while you're trying to get them to buy the merchandise doesn't make any sense it's like the opposite of what you want to do i know collecting toys i'm proud of the collection i have but i already kind of feel weird about it you know there's that certain just like small little percentage of me that's just like okay i can if i take a step back for like one second and i look at this like this is kind of weird that i do this Right. So I just feel like you're, you're, you're putting a magnifying glass over that percentage of your feelings in, in that ad. I I know exactly what you're saying. (laughs) You're just, you look at your stuff and you're like, God, I have a lot of stuff. I have a lot of stuff that has no other purpose, but to like, just bring me some kind of childhood joy and happiness. Um, Just feel like that, that, uh, that kind of amplified that insecurity when I saw that teaser but this is this is really old news uh it's it's over with this is this holothon is pretty much over so uh but i just i I wanted to get your opinion on that and just uh get it out of the airways on how i felt about it 
Yeah, man. Glad you shared. So the other thing that I kind of wanted to do, combine with this, Strick, it's a little more turtle talk. And I think I've been pretty clear on the cast and in some videos that I was a collector of TMNT back in the day. I was just late to get to it. Like, it had already started, you know, TMNT started in the 80s. I was pretty much a 90s kid. You know, we, we both we both grew up in the 90s. So I was kind of at the end, middle-ish of, of, of the turtle craze. And I remember other people really liking it, and I was just, like, kind of trying to catch up a little bit, but not really because I had other things going on that, you know, I liked a lot more. I liked Power Rangers way more. Yeah. TMNT was always there. And I just wanted to comment that Playmates, this isn't the first time they're doing this, but Playmates is, again, re-releasing the original set of six of TMNT. So, you know, you get the four turtles, Splinter, and Shredder. And I think that's great. Honestly, like that's just that's my opinion. I, th- I feel like a lot of people are just like, oh, man, stop giving us, you know, the same stuff. It's like it's it's uh, still a popular property to this day. And I feel like this is a really good chance for them to bring new fans into it, like younger kids or, you know, adults that have found this property later in life that they want to get back into it. And they don't want to pay, you know, hundreds of dollars for minty examples of the original lineup. Yeah, man, I think that's a masterstroke. I'm, I'm behind that as well, specifically because the, the key demographic for that stuff, they're just parents now. They're parents of young kids, most of them anyway. Yes. Um, and especially like one guy I was talking to at work, like he loved TMNT. His son's getting into TMNT. And when he goes out to the store, he's like, they got this weird mix of like Nintendo, like the, the um, Nickelodeon show, like the newer one. And then I got some older stuff. And he's just like, I don't know. It's just not my turtles. So like releasing this, like a, any any parent you know that collected this stuff or saw this stuff back in the day like oh yeah there's the turtles like that's the turtles i knew and loved like yeah i'm i'm buying those definitely um so yeah masterstroke that i think it's really smart to do i wish companies would do more of it that's the collector side of me the investor side of me is like yuck get it away (laughs) (laughs) i know man um and see that's the thing i've been like on this collector's mindset um, you know, for a while being like, oh, well, they're making this new stuff and I, I have to like the new stuff. Like, oh, re-releases. I remember those Ghostbusters mm. re-releases came out and I was just like, oh, I guess I'm excited about this, but it's like, I already have them. Like why am it's not for me. You know, it's, it's, it can be for me, but it's, it's, I'm not, I'm probably not the key demographic, you know, it's, it's for exactly what you said, you know, parents that want to share this with their kids and it's, it's perfect. I mean, they, they could go pretty deep with, with that kind of mindset, but I think it's awesome that they're just releasing the original run. You know, I think I think it's a, a, a great move. And they're also uh, they they've they've released already the uh, turtle van. That's awesome. Yeah, because I mean, like I said, I kind of jumped in uh, in the middle of this, in the middle of the TMNT craze, and they've released so many figures, just a ridiculous amount of not just different characters, but different interpretations of the turtles themselves as well. I'm I'm the kind of person that prefers to just get like the base and then I don't need variations. I I just want like one Batman. I don't need him, you know, Arctic warrior Batman. I don't need anything like that. I just want the base and then I'm going to collect the rest of the characters. So I know there's got to be people out there like me. I mean, back when I was a kid, I had like, it was ridiculous what I had. I had like, you know, a bunch of the villains from TMNT and then I'd have something, you know, like storage shell Raph. And then I'd have, like, Michelangelo uh, with a guitar on his back, uh, and he squirts water, and he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And then I had Donatello in, like, army issues. And it's like, 
none of this stuff works, but it's like I stand them all up together and, and I'm like, here we go. Like, there's the turtles, but it doesn't make sense. And it makes me not want to play with them because I don't have the complete set of whatever variants I had. So to know that Playmates is going back and doing a refresh and just saying, here, here you go. Here's your starter. It it, it almost it almost gives off the appearance of like, you know, a Mr. Potato Head or, um, you know, something classic like that. Like, I feel like this is like a mainstay that, you know, could be here for generations and generations because it already has been. All right, man. I don't have a witty opening because I don't know this movie all that well. <laughs> but Lego Back to the Future Time Machine is uh, is officially announced. The the real deal. They released one of these back in the day in a small scale, and now they're like, yeah, we're giving it to you. This is the this is the full Monty. This is what you want. 170 bones, 170 dollars for this boy, uh, and you know that goes up in price depending on where you live. Yeah, man. What just initial take? What do you think? I think it looks pretty good. What do you think? It does look really good. You have to remind me i could have sworn wasn't there there was already a back to the future vehicle or delorean released was there not yeah they released one a long time ago that was like like the 35 dollar price point so like way less detail you did get a, a marty and doc figure in that but it was kind of it was actually in the ideas line and this is in the creator vehicles line so oh, okay. different lines yeah different lines uh definitely more detail definitely what more of what people want uh here gotcha so yeah man it's um I think it looks really good, just like the detail I have on it. I'm collecting a lot of the things in the Cars series. I I'm, I haven't been collecting stuff that's licensed. Like I didn't get the Ghostbusters vehicle, but this one, um, it's it just looks really great. Like it looks like a really cool car. Movie aside, uh, I just think it looks really nice in Lego because it does have that kind of angular, blocky design. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just it just like translates really really well. For all the folks at home that aren't familiar with the movie vehicle line, what were some of the other ones? Do you know? It was Ghostbusters, uh, James Bond, Aston Martin, and there might be another licensed one I'm forgetting in there. I think those, it was just, it's just those three that kind of get peppered into that line every once in a while. And it's just stuff I'm like, I, I'm not a James Bond fan, so like I'm not picking up that car. It was okay. a decent car, so, but it's just like, didn't care about it. So it's a pick and choosy kind of line for you that you don't, you're not just buying it absentmindedly. Yeah, I mean, it's it's I'm strictly buying it just because Oliver really loves cars and I'm like, maybe he'll want to build these one day. But it's oh. it's more of just an investment line for me. Like if he just does not care about Lego, does not care about cars, I'll probably sell them at some point. But I'm hoping that he wants to build them. So you haven't sold any of them yet, though? No, I have never sold. haven't sold anything I've purchased recently. I think I've sold. I tried to sell some of these in the past, like the VW bus is in this line and that <laughs> thing just did not retire. <laughs> I just want to comment. I, I like that. All of the versions of the DeLorean are included in this. Yeah, it's cool that they, they include like the uh, the train wheels uh, that you can add there to make that from Back to the Future Part 3. I think that's really neat. Yeah, it's nice. They really thought through it. Like it's It's been well received by the community. It seems like everyone really likes it. Um, doesn't have many complaints, except, uh, which brings me to the next big thing I want to talk about here. Uh, the stickers in this set is a little over the top. Ooh, um, get them. Um, Get them. I mean, every everyone everyone in this cast knows how I feel about stickers, 
But I feel like I've just been shouting into the void. Like, no one seems to comment as much as, or, or, like, I don't see as many comments about the stickers when they're egregious. But, specifically about the DeLorean, there was a article put out by Brick Fanatics where they actually talked to some of the designers, and, and the designers opened up about, like, stickers and why, how they choose stickers over printed pieces. Um, nothing really came away that made me feel really great about what they said. It, it, it's, it sounds like it mostly comes down to price at the end of the day, and sometimes they, can, they factor in, like, uh, it would just be really hard to like lay a sticker on that particular piece, so we'll, we'll create a printed piece instead. But I've just never seen this addressed. Like as much as I I've talked about it and don't like stickers, I've never seen a lot of articles around stickers. So it was just, it was just reassuring to see that other people are concerned about it and um, are talking about it, and just comes up more often in the Lego community. Because I would love to see like more people just fight back against the stickers and just try to remove them from the set as much as possible. Um, but yeah, man, there's only one printed piece in this set out of all Ooh. those other things that you see stickered. I, I get it. I, f- I feel your pain, but I'll, I'll play devil's advocate for just one minute. And I'm going to speak from Junior Motel, you know, back in the day when, when Motel was playing with Legos. And I, I, got, I, I had to tell you, stickers did not bother me when I was a kid. <laughs> I was just like, here they are. I'm going to put them on, and that's going to be that. Nowadays, I get it. You want It's, it's not a cl- super, super clean look. It's all about how you apply them it's like do you apply them uh is that going to take away value i get i get all that but then i just sort of look at it in a way where it's like well isn't it nice that we're actually you know getting the build at all in some respect i mean that's true and it's it's like the smallest of gripes you know that you could possibly like i love you know how much i love lego like uh it's it's just one of those nagging things it's just like they go so far to like like have it be a quality product that it's just like one of those things that just ruins the experience for me and if and it sounds like from this article ruins the experience for like other people like this 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 uh author is straight up saying like yeah this is not a fun part of the process of putting your lego set together it's just work and it's stressful and it takes you out of the experience a bit so i get you it's like it's not that big of a deal but it's some of it is like it's it's printed stuff that we've gotten previously, which I think is the worst part. Is like we've gotten a printed hoverboard, we've gotten a print printed license plate um, in the previous set that they released. So it's like you can go buy that set, or if you have it, just like swap out the piece and have a nice printed piece. Ah, but okay, some yeah, like some of the stuff I know is not it's it's you can't avoid it. It's it's some of the stuff has to be printed, um, but it's like not all of it does, uh, and definitely some of the things they chose to sticker. It's like ugh, like the hoverboard is like really disappointing. It would have been nice to get like a really solid hoverboard that's like such a, an iconic thing from the movie, and they it just really feels like they skimped on that one in particular. It's already one hundred seventy dollars. Like yeah. make it one hundred eighty and put printed pieces in there. I get it. The one kind of silver lining at the end of this article is that it's pointing out all the areas where where Lego is trying to cut back on stickers, like specifically sticker heavy themes, like Speed Champions, which is like the worst. <laughs> like I, I just won't buy Speed Champions because it's half the thing is just putting stickers on. Um, so that they're trying to do like brick build or like specifically printing some of the headlight pieces. So that's, that's a, a step in the right direction. I'm hoping that continues as much as possible. Strick, I'll ask you one more time. What hast thou done with my son Zachary? Hmm, <laughs> Thackeray. Hmm. Thackeray. You know him. You love him. Talk about the Sanderson sisters. 
from Hocus Pocus. And we're talking NECA. Toonie Terrors. They're coming the Toonie in, Terrors. They're coming in Toonie Terrors, man. That's I great. I like that. Uh, you know me. I, I like me some Toonie Terrors. Uh, we, we do like this line. And I'm very excited to see the Sanderson sisters make an appearance. And not to a lesser extent, but they are also releasing a Billy Butcherson figure. Yo. Four figures. You can buy the sisters in one pack, or you can buy them separately. I don't know what Psycho would want to do that if you just want one or two of them. That's crazy. So probably should just buy the whole pack. And then you can get Billy Butcherson as well. Strick. I'm scared. No, dude, I've seen it multiple times. We're good. We're good. Okay. All right. Strick has seen the movie. That's great. We will note that. Episode, what, 58? Strick has (laughs) seen the movie. (laughs) 58, I've seen the movie. (laughs) Oh my gosh, dude. These figures, I mean, they look great. It's, it's the, the Toonie Terror aesthetic is so great. It's the whole, however you want to do it. I like to think of them as like Hanna-Barbera uh, yeah. ish characters. Like they're pulled Scooby-Doo-esque. right out of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Uh, that's how I like to think of this line. And so they're all going to look great next to each other. If, if you've bought a bunch of Toonie Terrors uh, already, you know, I have like my Freddy and my Jason. They're horror figures, but like children's horror so it's cool that you know they're getting they're getting their due here man i I love it so this movie i mean dude i have loved this movie since it came out i mean that's that's the truth and i know that a lot of people didn't like this movie when it first came out i didn't see it in the theater but i remember as soon as it came on tv uh my mom taped it and my sister and i we loved it like it was a it was a tradition every year uh, we would watch it on VHS. We taped it like on the you know blank VHS, and we wrote Hocus Pocus on it, and that was the dedicated VHS that we'd watch it. I loved this movie, but there wasn't a lot of chatter about it. Like people at school weren't really talking about it, so I feel like if I ever brought it up, I was kind of like the weird kid. And all of a sudden, I feel like late two thousands, like early two thousands, like some somewhere in that decade, it just blew up. And like everybody just loves it, and it's not Halloween if you don't watch the movie. Yeah, I had I had not too dissimilar of an experience. It was something that me and my sisters watched a lot. Um, definitely whenever it was on around Halloween. I don't know if we taped it, but we did. We did have a lot of things taped. We could have taped this one. Yeah, man. I I think it was mostly TV because I remember bits and pieces better, and I feel like it's because I like hopped in in the middle of it, and then I would like hop out and not really watch the full thing through. But it's a solid movie. I like it a lot, dude. The Do you remember the actress? That played like the heroine in this movie, like the little girl. No, like the love interest. Um. Oh, the blonde girl. Yeah. I don't. I. I like vaguely. I vaguely remember what she looks like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think her name is Vanessa Shaw. Okay. I only really remember her from this movie, and I just remember like being a younger kid and being like, I think I have a crush on this person. <laughs> like I think I think I'm attracted to this person. <laughs> It's funny you say that because this was like the first movie. It was actually Sarah Jessica Parker's uh, character, that witch, oh. um, that I was attracted to as a kid. And I was like, I'm like weirdly like I like that character a lot. I don't know why. Like she's my favorite witch. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, man, this was the movie for me for sure. Yeah, dude, just the coming of age, man. That's uh, that's what it's part. Even though, I mean, to to Vanessa Shaw's credit, she kind of has that whole like. Uh, Mary Camden vibe from Seventh Heaven. Um, mm. I know what you're Je- saying. Jessica Biel. Like, not a poor man's Jessica Biel, but you know what I mean. She has that vibe. Girl Next Door vibe. Yeah, yeah. 
I remember her like sprinkling the salt everywhere. That's like the scene that comes to mind yes. where she's just like making the salt circle. That's I, the one that I comes. Just, I mean, I remember the whole Yabo scene and her like sipping cider and being like, I have candy duty. And like, <laughs> she's wearing that revealing dress kind of. I'm like, I guess I think I have, I think I like this person. I think I have a crush on this person. <laughs> yeah, it, it always gets me in the Halloween spirit. I haven't watched it in a long time. I feel like I need to watch it like this Halloween or something. You know, modern day retail would advocate that you need to watch this immediately just because if you walk into a Halloween store, there's the whole Hocus Pocus section. Is that true? Wow. Yeah, dude. I mean, I know Halloween Spirit had like a whole dedicated section to it. That's good for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of remember like what you're talking about. We're just like, uh, yeah, it's a movie like it's out there. <laughs> um, but I remember really liking it. Like it was always something that was like, oh, it's different. It's a little spooky. It's a little cool, uh, but not too scary. Pretty goofy and funny. Yeah, I loved it. I looked it up and I actually, because I wanted to know the reason, like, why all of a sudden the early 2000s was this just such a popular movie? Because this was brought out in 93, 94, I want to say around then. But uh, it was brought out, apparently, it it released in the summer of of that year, which is a mistake. Because it's, you know, a Halloween movie. Like, who's going to go and see a, a family Halloween movie in the middle of summer? And apparently it was competing with uh jurassic park i think jurassic park was still airing in, oh, wow. in theaters so i uh, and there was another family movie that basically like you know split split it down the down the middle so it 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 was nothing it was such a it was such a botched release that it didn't catch on and it kind of went direct to video in some ways and you know just on syndicated television and you know that's where people would mostly watch it and then just over the years, it just has like amassed and it's just become this cultural phenomenon that everybody is just familiar with now. It's a household name. Yeah, man. I'm excited. I like the Toonie Terrors line. I'm, I'm glad it's continuing on. And this is uh this is like good subject matter. Who who have they not done in Toonie Terrors? That's my question. If they, if they haven't done them, they're, they'll get to them, I'm sure. And just uh, brush over him. Billy Butcherson looks amazing. I don't know if you got to see him. He's, he's in like a link down below that. Yeah, I, I clicked to him. He's looking good. Billy! He looks good, dude. If I had to just buy, if I had to buy one figure, it would just be him. I'd not pick up the sisters, but I mean, I'm probably not gonna buy any of these. But just to clarify, this is pre-orders still, I think, for these, and it's coming in September the this year of 2022. So look out for them. They're dying, R2. Curse my metal body. I wasn't fast enough. It's all my fault. My poor master. We're all right. This is an interesting topic. Uh, let me just throw it out there and, and I'll kind of talk about why this is so interesting to me. Lego Star Wars diorama sets, man. Officially announced. They're they're diving deep into these boys. So they've they've released a couple of these so far in diorama style. There's like the uh, the final duel between um, Darth Vader and Luke. You have um, Darth Vader's uh, like meditation chamber that released a, a little while ago and now we got three different diorama sets that are coming out it's the dagobah jedi jedi training you know like yoda's hut where he's at training luke the death star trench run okay from the first movie i believe that's okay. from and then you've got the trash compactor set man the trash compactor there it is what, what's your initial take on these on these diorama sets on these specific diorama sets or just the diorama sets in general let's start diorama sets in general it's not from me I, I don't I don't really particularly like them. I'm trying to think 
objectively, though, like, for a, a Lego collector, is this ideal? And I would say yes. It's a it's a detailed build for a specific moment in these films, so I guess the idea is there. Uh, me, personally, I, I don't really like that idea. I, I, I You know me, man. I've said, I feel like I say it a million times, but I like stuff that was intended to be a toy. Like, you don't need to sell me on, like, okay, just so everybody's clear, everybody's clear, this is an adult product. Like, <laughs> this is not for kids. Just so everybody's clear. All right, now, go ahead and put it on your shelf, and let's just so, I just want everybody to know that it's an adult product. Like, this is, that's what that's, this says to me when I look at these. I'm, I'm pretty much where you're at with these. I, I've gone back and forth, specifically the trash compactor set. I'm just like, would I buy that? Like, is that, it's kind of interesting. A couple things I have wrong, uh, or that I don't like about these. The price is just outrageous for, I, I know it's probably like price per piece count is there and like everything's correct, but it just, they seem like such small sets for like $70 and $60. And like, it's, it's just a, a bit much for like what you're actually getting. I'm sure you get the detail and that's fine, but I'm kind of with you. And, and like, well, I'm not kind of with you. I'm definitely with you specifically for Lego. It's it's not it's not something you can get like hyper detailed on. It's still Lego at the end of the day. So right. like unless you increase the scale, you're going to be looking at like mostly blocky looking things. And I'm specifically looking at like the Dagobah set, but I think it applies to all of them. Sure, there's like more detail in trees than you would normally get in a regular set and like all that. And they made it look as good as possible for the scale. But like, I don't know if anyone wants this. Like, I don't one. I don't like like kind of what to your point is like they're specifically setting up to be a diorama. So it's like, don't play with this. Like, just set it up. Yeah. Put the figures where they're supposed to go and like put it on the shelf. That's what it's meant to do. And yeah, I'm not that big a fan of that. I'd rather just get like a nice Yoda's hut with the Dagobah scene without this diorama aspect to it. So I'm not a huge fan of these. Um, the, the only other thing that's like interesting about this that I want to talk about is I made a video a while ago that not many people watched, but it was basically it went through the first I think it went. I only did episode four, I believe, but like all the sets that have not been released from episode four. And both of the two of them that I mentioned is like just 10 made it in this diorama series. And that's the trench run and, and the, uh, and the, um, trash compactor. And I kind of stand by the trash compactor. That one moves. I don't know if you knew that, but it actually, the trash compactor, like, like comes and gets closer, which I think is kind of cool. And there's, there's a really nice C3PO in there that people are going nuts for with like specific leg printing. Um, so that kind of stuff is like, all right, that's a neat nod, but it's just too many at once. It's like, here's three, like here's three, almost a hundred dollar sets. You got to buy them all. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not about to dip my toe in this stuff. Like if, if you like it, that's great. It's for you. But this stuff is so not for me. Dude, it's a huge, there's a huge miss going on here with this trash compactor set. Unless I, I'm missing it myself with my eyes, but I, I don't see the uh, trash monster, the What's his name? Dia Dianaga or something? Yeah, I don't know if he's just buried under there somewhere. They they've got to have a nod to him in there somewhere where he's just like you, you see his little head, his little eyeball popping up. Especially that one is clocking in at what's that one clocking in at? Uh, ninety dollars. Yeah, ninety dollars. You get some great figs. That's true. The trash compactor moves. You get a little space for three PO and and R two D two in the back, but but three PO and R two D two are not included. They are included. They're included, they, and they. You gotta be kidding me! What's that? You gotta be kidding me! Th- those you're gonna include three PO and R two D two, but you're not gonna put the trash compactor monster in there. No, no, no. He might be in there somewhere, just like a small version of him. I think they're actually alluding to it. If you look closely at Luke, 
in the one and you see the little like red stud kind of near him i think that's like they're they're that's okay yeah they're alluding to him there it's definitely not as probably great as it could be i agree i was gonna say man that's really gonna grind my gears <laughs> but yeah man it's um i think that's the best executed out of these like i it's a set that doesn't really make sense in any other context like i can't imagine a lot of kids having a lot of fun with that but like I feel like any adult would just be like, yeah, hey, let me close the trash compactor, have a little fun with it, or, you know, just set it up a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I am, uh, I don't know, Lego's releasing everything under the sun, and it's, it's getting easier to pass on some of this stuff, like, yeah, yeah, that's not for me. This is just another personal gripe, but I don't like, you know, you know me and scaling, and the fact that, you know, if you're going to set all this stuff next to each other, and it's not going to be in scale, it's not for me. Yeah, that's 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 a strange way they went about it too. They they made I believe the base uniform at least with these three sets. It's the same size base, and they're kind of like constricting themselves to to build within the that size base. But yeah, you end up with weird combinations. You're gonna end up with really weird combinations of stuff. I that's a again that's a personal preference. I understand as a consumer that it would work, but that's a personal preference for me. Where I would only be able to collect either the little mini builds or the. Uh, large builds with minifigs in them like that there's no way i could buy two and put them next to each other i'd i'd probably <laughs> go crazy that's the kind of stuff that would turn a, a madman sane and a sane man mad i hear you dude and even the first two that they released that weren't technically in this like diorama series but kind of the the uh the luke invader one um the final duel it's not on the same platform it doesn't follow the same kind of like branding and it looks different so it's like a weird already a weird setup to this series that it feels like just kind of not all fully formed so yeah i don't know we'll see how it does but so far it's i'm not too keen on it i haven't really read many comments to see if other collectors are keen on it but yeah man there they are so if if that's what you want have fun plunking down almost 300 bucks for those nah, and uh my, my, this being my first time looking at them um it doesn't doesn't excite me nah me neither i have a plan rito can lead an army of monsters uh, in fact uh, rito can be the decoy yeah ed what's a decoy fool yes while the power rangers are fighting rito our army of monsters can take them by surprise <laughs> how about them kicks we ain't talking cereal <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was more to the joke no, that's, <laughs> that's all that's one. all i wrote down <laughs> i'm glad you wrote it down so we're talking actual reebok sneakers and i know you're saying motel Come on, we're here for the toys. What's the toys? Well, you know, we do have that clause in our beginning intro where it's anything else that catches our eye, and this certainly falls under that. Uh, I I never thought I'd be bringing shoes onto this, but the powers that be, man, they want me talking Power Ranger Reebok shoes. Oof. I'm here for it, man. <laughs> I, yeah, it's surprising we have brought shoes on. Shoe, man, shoe collecting culture is huge. Like it is. Yeah, it is. I, I, I don't understand it, and I'm not one to collector shame. Whatever's your thing, I ain't trying to step on it. You know, you get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so this is something where Reebok actually, I believe, last year put out a series of uh, Power Ranger-inspired sneakers where they they did, like, the Megazord-inspired sneakers, and then I think they then they did uh, each respect Power Rangers shoe as well. So they did, you know, the, the main five from the original, I think they did. 
and apparently it was a, a success. Uh, it didn't really hit my radar because I don't, I would never buy them. But yeah, they're back now with the monsters, the villains of Power Rangers, a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. They, yeah, man. They did uh, three more. I don't know if they're available yet, but phew, here they come. Uh, if you haven't heard of them, they they released a Rita Repulsa inspired sneaker, a Lord Zed inspired sneaker, and a Rito Revolto inspired sneaker. Do you have eyes on these, Strick? I'm looking at them, man. Oh my gosh! Again, I just want to clarify: I'm not stepping on anybody's kink here. Like, if this is your thing, this is your thing. <laughs> uh, but man, I I don't know what's going on here. I'm a, I'm just, uh, full disclosure. I'm a little lost uh, when I look at this stuff. I'm like, wow. So who is buying these? And for all you people listening at home or in the car, I I recommend that you uh, ha- you have to pull up pictures to get the full uh, experience for this segment because wow, uh, I mean you you look at these and I'm just like I guess I guess I just wasn't you know looking at sneakers the right way if people are actually buying this stuff. Yeah, man, I think the more like kind of outrageous and unique the sneaker is, like the more people want it and the more valuable it is. I- I know that's not necessarily true all the time, but I think that's actually something that um, is is more of a, an appeal. One, because it's just like, I think with sneaker culture, like flashy is sometimes a lot better. These are very flashy, um, so that can help. And I think for most people, like they don't really wear the sneaker out unless it's like to a specific sneaker event or like something like that. Like they just kind of like collect and hold them and just really just wear the ones that they like uh, to kind of flaunt their personal style. But like, I don't know, man, I'm looking at those like, the Power Ranger question mid shoe. I know that's not the villain ones, but the ones kind of further down that are looking more like the Megazord. Yeah, those look pretty cool, man. <laughs> I like those. I would never wear them, but like, if I just saw like if I saw someone's sneaker collection and I saw these, I'd be like, yo, those are like catching my eye. Like especially the Rita and the and the Zed. Like if they were just next to each other, but like that's pretty cool. Like if you're if you're crossing over between um like sneaker collecting and and power rangers got to be a huge crossover i imagine just basically like any kid that grew up in the 90s who collects sneakers these days is probably gonna be all over these so i think they're cool i'm i'm i understand it way way to give this section mouth to mouth dude because like i in no way am i trying to shame anybody with with this stuff (laughs) i'm glad i'm glad you can you can stick up for them here um just because i'm looking at this i mean we can walk through each of them lord zed i guess almost almost you could get away with wearing this like it's a basketball sneaker so you you could you could get away with wearing that on the court i mean if you're good at if you're really good at basketball you could nobody would question it <laughs> but i i am not i am like average to below average i would say a healthy just right below average at, at shooting hoops and if i wore that people would be like Look at this idiot! Like, what, what a what a fool! Wearing wearing ridiculous sneakers and being poor at the sport. You know that I'd, I'd have to be amazing at it in order to wear those. Am I am I wrong? You're not wrong. Yeah, if anyone showed up to the court, aside from maybe the uh, and I don't even know if the like the white ones. Who's who's the white ones supposed to represent? We'll, we'll get to them. I just wanted to get your take on okay. the Lord Zed. Specifically, the Lord Zed. Yeah, they, those are very flashy. You got the uh, the like metallic, uh, like you know space space age metallic yeah. section to them yeah they're they're looking pretty flashy but i mean on a shelf nice yeah if you're wearing a basketball game you better be pretty good and then we'll skip over to rita who is right there in the same category i didn't even know they made pumps anymore on shoes i'm, I'm that far removed from the <laughs> basketball game 
uh, but yeah, it's actually an insta pump on on Rita, and she looks. I mean, it looks ridiculous. It looks. I look at that and I'm like, oh yeah, of course, Rita Repulsa. But then I'm just like, wow, like would I wear that? Absolutely not. There's no way I could possibly pull that off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're not for us for sure. <laughs> um, okay. I would, yeah, you'd never see my feet in these unless it was just like for a costume or a joke or something like that. But right. I, like I said, I don't think anyone's showing up to the basketball court wearing these, but I think they're putting them on their shelves and be like, yo, check these out. Like, check out the fresh, kind of like we we would just put stuff on our shelf. Like, wouldn't necessarily play with some of the stuff that we buy, but it's just like, I own this now and it's, I just like to look at it. It just reminds me of my two loves, you know, sneakers and Power Rangers. And I'm just going to keep it on my shelf. It's going to make me happy. To that, I, I would also say it's still kind of weird for me to look to look at it like that because it's like shoes serve a utilitarian purpose where it's like you're supposed it's supposed to protect your feet like that's that's what they're supposed to do so i feel like you know if you if there's people that collect this kind of stuff it's like are people going to eventually collect like kitchen appliances like are they going to collect like blend like the power ranger blender you know like and just not use it but like display it but it could be used but you don't use it yeah i guess it's it's what kind of collector you are there's definitely those collectors that choose like one thing like the beatles or power rangers or you know that one property and they collect like everything under the sun and like mac and cheese boxes and all that kind of stuff to that one property so that that could fit this mold for sure somebody's just like a hardcore power rangers collector yeah because um, i can understand that 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 aspect where it's like okay i'm a i'm a i'm a shoe collector i collect shoes i like that i'm gonna buy the newest reebok shoe that comes out like in these specific series and that's what i'm gonna buy and i'm gonna display them and they're gonna look fresh and crisp this and i and i get that you're 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 kind of being like a curator of all these different years of reebok shoes and styles and all that this is like the county fair carnival food of of shoes like it's just it's supposed <laughs> to be ridiculous to be ridiculous you know what i mean i think that's a lot of shoot like I, i'm not talking from authority but like from what i've seen of what people like and they collect like it's it's typically the stuff that's not within the norm there's there's for sure like the jordans and like you know the stuff that everyone's kind of after just like the mainstays but yeah i think like kind of more outrageous the cooler the better it looks on the shelf um the flashier i think i think that is more desirable in the shoe market. And I'm sure they do this with like a ton of different properties. Yeah. Um, and this, this is for sure geared, like it's coming out from Reebok. It's for sure geared towards their collector market. Like here you guys go. Like we know you love collecting sneakers. Here's the high end stuff, like $200 a pair, $140 a pair. I don't really know what sneakers like collector sneakers cost, but like that seems like kind of the mid to the high end for collector sneakers is my guess. So like kind of that like perfect mid range where it's, it's specifically meant for collectors. Um, yeah. So, it's it's not shocking to me to see them look so outrageous, but I agree with you. Like, I don't think anyone's throwing these on their feet and like running out and like doing a marathon or anything like that. Like, right. that's definitely not what they're designed for. So the last pair we have to comment on is the Rito Revolto shoes. And I got to be honest with you. Well, I'm looking at these and I'm just I'm, I'm putting myself in that position where I see all three of these in the store. And I'm just like, is there any possible chance that I could wear these to anything like at all be seen in public outside of my house, like be seen wearing these. And if I had to pick one, it would be the Rito Rivalto shoes. Oh yeah. Easy. I mean, they're just classic white leather sneaker. It looks like, you know, it's a little bit of styling on them that gives some, a couple nods to, uh, to the character, but I agree with you. It's nice that they threw in a pair like this, that if somebody were to collect a line and they, they wanted to wear a pair out, this is probably the one they're going to choose. I wanted to point out if, if anybody is just sitting there being like, stop talking about shoes, 
you know, this is ridiculous. This is this is the Toy Talk Guys podcast. Stop stop talking about this stuff. Well, there's this one tie-in to toys on uh, Rita Revolto shoes, and that's on the right shoe on the top of the tongue. It says Evil Space Aliens, and that's the exact font that you see on all, all three series of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, action feature, Evil Space Aliens, that came out, which I think is really, really cool. See, man, they know what they're doing. Yeah, if it gun to my head, I'm definitely wearing these out <laughs> over the other ones. They're actually camel on one side. I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah. They have way more detail, detailing inside. But I'm with you. Like, you could kind of, someone not really paying attention to what you're wearing. They just look kind of like white sneakers right. when you're walking down the street. It looks like they're out now uh, at the end of March in 2022. So it looks like you can get them. Uh, they're all varying in price uh, around the $170 mark. So if that's your if that's your thing, man, we ain't shaming you here. Do your thing. Get. Go go sport these kicks and break some necks, you know? <laughs> Next. <laughs> All right, dude, get ready to get nostalgic here. We're talking Pokemon, and I'll pronounce this once, and I know I'm going to pronounce it wrong, and we'll just call it the new Pokemon game. Pokemon Arceus, I think is what it's called, yeah, or right. Arceus. I think that's right. Uh, Arceus. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you Sorry. don't know. When's the last time you played a Pokemon game? Uh, let me rephrase. When's the last? What's the last Pokemon, like the latest title that you've played. Totally transparent. I'm still pretty into Pokemon Go. All right, so you're into Pokemon Go. All right, but but like core core games, like core platform games. Like when's what's the last one you played? No, Pokemon Red. Okay, <laughs> that's what I thought. All right, so I've I've kind of kept up with the series. I've I've played like X and Y. Uh, we're we're on the DS, and then I played um, some of the remakes that made it to the Switch. I think I played a couple of those. This man, I don't like. Take me back to when you played Pokemon Red and like, you know, it's Game Boy, you got the top down. There's a lot to left. There's a lot left to the imagination of like what this world looks like. And then you watch the anime and you're like, oh, my God, like, look at that. That's amazing. Like Pokemon just around and it's people. And it's like it's really like coming to life. I always envision Tell me if this is true for you. I always envision like this, this perfect game of like. It looks like the anime, and I'm just walking around and like Pokemon around, and I'm just chucking balls at them. Like it just feels so real. And it's like open world and all this stuff. Like, did you have any kind of inkling of that, or just like any wish that the game was more like that when you were a kid? Of course, I, I wanted the game to be like that, and of, and of course, I would just sort of like I would take it upon myself to like go out in the woods and be like, if I saw anything move, I'd be like, oh yo, there's Pokemon out here. You know? <laughs> yeah. Of course, I wanted more than just what was on the Game Boy game, but at the same time, that's all I had. So that's just what i worked with and i, I was I, I made my peace with it and then i remember pokemon go came out and you and i both we were both just like this is it like this is what we're this is what we want right here i feel like that was most kids dream is just like well that's the anime but like that's, like i'm working with little sprites here you know like in, in the actual gameplay right. they're getting so close to just like recreating the anime um this is this is a completely open world game um and and the, and the way i i, I was out of uh you know, family friend's house uh, over the weekend, this past weekend, and just like introducing Oliver to, to like their kids. And uh, um, the guy that I was talking to, he had the game and he's just like, yo, you want to check it out? Like, you want to see it? And I was like, yeah, all right, it's a new Pokemon game, whatever. Like, I've, I've seen a couple of the new ones, but 
they really did it up, man. Like, you haven't played Breath of the Wild, but, like, that game is amazing. Like, Zelda Breath of the Wild. I've played it. It's... Oh, you have. Yeah. All right. So it's like just completely open world. You go anywhere. Just like just amazing. Looks looks great. It's it's basically that game, but just Pokemon. Like oh, okay. you just throw Pokemon in that environment and you're walking around and you're seeing like Psyduck just kind of hanging out by the river and you can go over and you could just like chuck a Pokeball at him and you like actually need to aim and like get it at him. Otherwise, it's going to miss him. And then like you can battle some stuff. You don't have to battle stuff. It's just like it's just you're walking around and there's like no no agenda. You know, you're just like in this world and you're, you're just catching Pokemon. And I'm just like, this is so tight, dude. Like I want to dip into this game, but I know it's going to be just like such a time suck that I don't have. Right. Um, so it's it's just a cruel joke because like I've always dreamed of this kind of game. And like now it's come and I'm just like, I don't think I'll be able to play this. Like I just don't think I'll have the time <laughs> to actually sit and enjoy this but i'm just glad it exists man like when when oliver comes of age and he's playing pokemon it's gonna be even cooler than this but it's just so nice to see them like just continually updating the game so i don't know if that entices you at all to like look into this or get back into some of the newer pokemon games but it definitely it definitely was like scratching an itch for me like ooh, like that's looking good man that's looking pretty sweet yeah you sold it uh pretty well to me it's enticing. And I got to be honest with you, I, I am like attracted to this. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I don't have this for Switch, right? Yeah, Switch. Yeah, so I don't have a Switch, but who knows, dude? I mean, there's some other things in the Switch I might I might want to get my hands on. So this this could just uh, fall in line with uh, some plans. Yeah, man, I am. I'm very uh, back and forth on whether I'm going to buy this or not. I just I just kind of want to spend like 30 minutes in it at least just to like experience that thing that i've always wanted as a kid and just be like yeah dude this is it um the little bit i saw just like amazed me i was like this is this is really cool you'd go into the new area within pokemon and you're just like i don't know who's going to be in this area like i don't know you know i've seen some on the anime like i know some of the pokemon like who's going to be here is always the exciting thing it's just like i don't know who's going to pop up and scare me this is even cooler because you see him from like a mile away and you're like yo is that is that like psyduck all the way over there and then you're just like running up on him, like, yo, that's Psyduck. I'm gonna get that guy. And you're like creeping up on him. Yeah. You gotta like stealth move and then just like chuck a ball. Oh, that's tight. It's just like, it's so good, man. <laughs> they just, they just know what they're doing. <laughs> it's just, oh man, I wanna play it. I just know, and I know we're far off here, uh, you know, cause both our boys are still very, very small, but I just know if he, if there's any desire to know what Pokemon is, I'm gonna be all about this stuff. Like we're gonna be playing oh, yeah. this stuff together. Like I know that for a fact. Like no matter how old I get, I'm I'm always gonna be into Pokemon to some degree. I think it's just a really cool property. So definitely excited to see this kind of stuff. It's like whole GTA style open world. Yeah, man. I and I hear you on the video games. I'm I'm gonna be so careful because I'm gonna want to dive deep on on <laughs> this stuff. It's like, yo, you want to play video games? Yeah, we're playing video games. Um, I know that's all I'm gonna want to do with them. Um, see so ya. Yeah. Very excited for when that day comes. I've never seen anyone so impatient, Billy, as if your life depended on getting the first copy off the presses. <laughs> All right, Strick. Turn down the lights. We're talking some horror. Mm. I don't really have a good transition just because I, you wouldn't laugh at any of this because I know you have no idea what we're talking about. Am I correct? (laughs) (laughs) 
I might have some idea. Oh. If you give me a little background, it oh. might it might come into view. All right. I won't make everybody wait any longer. We're talking about Creep Show. We're talking about the uh, the creep from the Creep Show movie. I'm sure everybody remembers him. Do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought this was something else. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Did you think this was Tales from the Crypt? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Okay. To be very clear, this is not Tales from the Crypt, and I think the creep from Creepshow oftentimes gets really confused with Tales from the Crypt, the Crypt Keeper. But nope, completely separate, and actually, the creep came before the Crypt Keeper's on-screen appearance. Creepshow was a movie that came out in 1982, directed by George Romero, and actually written by Stephen King, so... You know, that's 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 some uh, recipe. That's a recipe for a knockout, which it did do really well. Uh, it, it's it's a it's a really it's a really big cult favorite. Uh, to be clear, it's an anthology movie, so it actually has five stories within uh, one movie. So five short stories, and it's bookend with a uh, a prologue and an epilogue of this creep. And just before I get any further, the product that we're talking about is from Mezco. They are putting out a creep plush toy. Love to the creep, man. I, I, oh, he's I'm, plush. I'm here for it. Yeah, it's, it's called a roto plush. So I believe that he has articulation in him, but he is, at the end of the day, plush. 18-inch uh, plush. And he's going for around 100 bucks, 94.99 with free USA Oof. shipping. So um, There you go. Pre-order coming in. November 22. So now that we got that out of the way, I mean, he looks great. You know, if, if, if you're a fan of the movie, you, you got to have him. There's, I just feel like there's not a lot of love for, for the creep out there. I feel like the perfect example is you thinking that this was the Crypt Keeper, and it's totally not. Yeah, I, I don't have any appreciation because I haven't seen the, the, uh, the original content. So, um, yeah, I'm glad to see it get, get its fair, fair due from what you've described. I'll be honest with you. This creep that you're seeing here, he's in this movie for, like, as this creep, as the puppet that, is, that was made for this movie, he's in it for, I think I clocked it at 15 seconds. I'm pretty sure that's, oh, yeah. that's all that's in it. Like I said, he comes in at, at the very beginning, the prologue of the whole story. Uh, basically, the long and short of it is this dad doesn't want his little boy having uh, what's called Creep Show Comics. Uh, so he's reading a comic book, and it's called Creep Show, and it's a nod to Tales from the Crypt and all those comics from the 50s and 60s. The dad pulls the comic away, and he takes it out to the trash, throws it out, and then this creep appears in the boy's window, and the boy is elated, Ooh. just overjoyed that the creep is at the window. And I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember he, he like either gives him the comic back or he... Like takes him to the, the the first short story, and then that kicks it all off. So then you get five more stories, all uh, weird and creepy in nature, and uh, they're all great. I re I I've, I haven't seen them in forever, but I remember them being all great. And then it ends, and this puppet does not come back. He he's only in the beginning. He comes back in animated form uh, later. So the fact that how many years later, you know, from 1982. We're now getting an 18-inch plush action figure of this figure that was on the screen for 15 seconds. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I will not be picking this up, and not because, you know, it's too much. Well, for me, it is too much, and I, I don't collect this stuff. But this isn't the creep that is the one that I remember. I remember growing up, I didn't see the first creep show. I saw it later on in life. Uh, growing up, I caught Creepshow 2, 
uh, late at night. I knew I wasn't supposed to be watching it. And that is, it's like the same deal, except it's it's three longer stories. And it's the same deal. It's like the, the creep start, he, he comes out at the beginning and he comes in the end. But he looks completely different from this. He's not a puppet. He's actually, um, I believe it's Tom Savini uh, is dressed up as this creepy looking guy. And when I say it's not this puppet, it doesn't look anything like this this puppet. This is like a decaying zombie puppet. And the one in Creepshow 2 is like a an elderly looking dude. I would say, think of Beauty and the Beast. And it's exactly that dude that runs the asylum that plans to take crazy old Maurice away. Yeah, I was going to go like almost filch from uh, Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, take him, combine him with the insane asylum person from Beauty and the Beast and that's that's the creep the creep show too I saw that movie at a younger age I knew I wasn't supposed to be watching it and I just remember getting so scared uh watching the the very last one in particular uh it's about like some hitchhiker that this lady runs over and she like basically she flees the scene but the hitchhiker like keeps coming back she keeps like kind of kind of killing him like hurting him and like as he keeps coming back to like stalk her the more you see him the more damaged he is and the more grotesque and awful looking he is and it all leads up to this end which just totally just I could not stop thinking about where he comes up one more time and you don't you were not expecting it and he just looks disgusting and I will never forget it it's it's so gross it just it lingers in in the back of my psyche I love creep show 2 creep show 1 the creep, the first creep show, it's great, uh, but I don't have the same nostalgia for it that I do for Creep Show Two. So if a Creep Show Two 18 inch Roto plush comes out, I might be looking at this a little differently. Oh yeah, <laughs> would you actually be looking at that? Maybe I don't know. For Maybe. for the sake of the cast, yeah, I'm looking at it. <laughs> oh, I hear you. I hear you, man. topic and uh get get the hate train ready man get it fired up because we're we're coming at this this topic we've got lego super mario 2022 sets man lego super mario the, what everyone wished for what everyone hoped for and now what nobody wants uh is is what we're looking for here obviously i'm very very harsh on these I'm, I'm not a huge fan of what these look like the big news here is that uh, Peach is coming out kind of in that Mario form, the electronic Mario form. You're going to be able to get Peach. Luigi's been released at this point. Um, and you're just getting a bunch of other little sets, other little builds, other little like, uh, you know, the uh, the level type uh, action that you're getting. And you do get a, a view of Peach's castle. I, I'm i almost positive you're not a fan of these, but just, just to confirm, you're not a fan of these, are you, Motel? No, I, I have not been a fan of these ever since I saw that first set. Yeah, I really don't understand what they're going for here maybe these are selling well maybe they are i just can't imagine they're good they're selling all that well um it's it's something that i just can't believe they're holding off from like just the traditional lego minifig form for this long the whole thing feels like a bait and switch deal where it's like at some point down the line this stuff might stop it might not but at some point down the line you know just standard Lego minifigure forms are coming out. Like standard Mario, standard Luigi, you're going to get all that. I feel I feel like at some point that's going to happen. And you're just going to get... The people that want this stuff 
because it's like, well, it's Mario, it's Lego, it's two things I want, but it's not something that I really want put together, but I'm going to collect it. It's going to put those people in the whole, like, what the heck do I have? Like, why, why, why do I have this <laughs> stuff now that all the good stuff came out? Why am I holding on to all this junk? Exactly. Exactly how I feel about this. And you know what, man? As, as someone that's a little strapped with space and cash, like, I'm fine with this. If they start releasing, like, minifig-style stuff, I'm doomed. Like, I'm going to want all that stuff. Because yeah. it's, like, two of my favorite properties coming together. And, like, <laughs> it is the last thing I want on the Lego list. Like, I would, I'd buy Technic before this stuff, honestly. <laughs> um, which is... I, there's a guy I work with now that, like, really likes Technic. And we were talking about Lego. I'm like, oh, you like Technic. But he sold me on some of the finer points of Technic. So I'm not as harsh on it. But, um, yeah, man. This is... This is so not for me the peach's castle is just like such a disappointment like i wish that was just peach's castle little diorama set you know something you could flip around and play with inside with your little mario figure a little peach figure it's just like what are they doing with this like what why are they still doing this yeah, it's like even if i i would be fine with even even if they like like you said released a peach's castle and they're just like they're they're bending you over a barrel with like you know, they just give you like peach in it or something where it's like ridiculous. You have to buy all this stuff and just for a peach figure. But I can I can get get on board with that before you buy this big old peach castle here and you just get all this stuff that you don't want. Yeah, man. I mean, they're they're trying to lure in a bit with the Koopas, the Koopalings, because you get you get Ludwig von Koopa in the Peach's Castle. Oh, that, and that's the that, only set he comes in. That's your favorite Koopa. It is my favorite Koopa. I half looked at this for a second for the collecting the Koopas, but I was just like, forget it. I'm, I am not <laughs> wasting my time because they're just going to redo it. They're just going to redo it. And there's just so many characters um, that they can do in, in minifig form that eventually it's going to come. And like you said, like everyone's gonna be looking at this, like, why did I waste my money? What, like what trash this stuff is. Um, and Hey, if you like this more power to you, I've tried to play the, the game component of it and it is just not fun. Uh, at least I, I found it not fun at all. So I know that's the big draw. Otherwise, it's like, yeah, it's Lego Nintendo. I'm with you. I think that's awesome. I just think the form it took was just off the mark. And I'm I'm definitely not alone. Like, most of the community is not a fan of this stuff. They're just like, where is the stuff we want? Why are you wasting our time? Yeah, and like you were talking about earlier, I mean, it is Lego at the end of the day when you're displaying stuff. But to to make it this form, it's like you either have to love playing whatever the gimmick is here or it just doesn't display well. Because, I mean, I, it just yeah. doesn't display well. And I have to imagine that's like the majority of the LEGO community's thoughts and feelings on this. It doesn't display well. Definitely, yeah, definitely the adult community. And I think even just like buying it for a kid, like, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather just have like a little like Yoshi minifig, something they're used to. It's just so, it's so different. It's so blocky. It's, it's, it's just, it doesn't feel like LEGO. It doesn't look like LEGO. When you take a step back, you're just like, what? They don't do anything else remotely like this so it's just like well, why why did they why did they take this approach they could have made millions just selling regular lego sets of, of mario but for whatever reason they, they had to make it this um so hopefully this is like one of the last years um for this thing i, I think they're getting a little smart with sets that just don't sell well or bad ideas like what was that thing uh the uh video the video just like <laughs> crashed and burned <laughs> and that was something like the community was not really on board with I think this is similar. So I think, I think just because they spent so much time on the technology and 
um, the idea that they're like, well, we at least need to do like three years of this stuff before we completely can it <laughs> is my guess. Because <laughs> this stuff is like deep discounted. You know, this is some of the most discounted stuff at Lego uh, when it when it gets later on in life. So I don't think it's selling all that well, probably not as, as well as they had hopes. And eventually they're just going to flip over and start selling minifigs. It's always Mario that's getting the shaft with interpretations. Just I, I go back to the did you ever see the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993? Oh, yeah. And did you like it? As a kid, yes, I did like it. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I actually didn't have a problem with it, but there was always that part of me where I was just like, where's all the stuff I see in the video games? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Why is this not about the video game? Like, why is this like some other weird movie? And it's perfect. It's a perfectly watchable movie. Uh, You know, I'm, I'm not totally mad at it, but you just get that whole thing. You get that whole same feeling. It's like, this is kind of what I want, but it's not what I want, you know? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, and Mario does always seem to get the shaft, and I'm, I'm so curious how they're going to do the, the newest Mario movie that's coming out. Are you following that at all? Not at all, no. No, I mean, like, Chris Pratt's going to do the voice of Mario. It's like, everyone's like, how is he going to do that? Like, how is he going to pull that off? It's just going to sound like Chris Pratt and Mario's face. It's going to be so weird. Um, I don't know. Maybe it'll be good. I don't have high hopes, but I just... I don't know what Nintendo does sometimes. They they do so many things right, and then they do stuff like this. It's just like, yeah, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> collection updates, dates, oh, collections. Mm, I like that little little spicy at the end yeah. with the collection. Jazz it up, good. Dude, it's getting stale, dude. Episode, what, 58? Yeah, it's getting stale. Is that where we're at? 58? Dang, man. Turning into geezers over here. Um. <laughs> I just talked a bunch. Why don't you, why don't you th- throw on what, what, you, what you're collecting? Sure. You know who's coming. You hear him off in the distance. Mm. Mm. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's the Zilla. <laughs> there he is. There he is. The Godzilla. We were walking around in Target the other week, and I happened to breeze by the collector's section, not the toy section, the collector's section, like the, the toy section for adults. I had, to, I had to do it. I had to pull the trigger. Uh ran into the, uh, the the Godzilla section, and I found the figure I had been looking for for a while. Now, you could pick up this figure uh, online. He was available, but he was overpriced uh, at scalper prices for like, you know, $30 and above. I found him at retail uh, around 12 bucks. so I feel very, very happy that I found this figure. This figure, huge reveal. You guys are all waiting for it. You're, you're licking your chops, just waiting for me to drop this name. Gorosaurus. Mm. Yeah. Did we talk about this guy like a couple casts ago? <laughs> Very good. Yeah, we actually, we did make mention of Gorosaurus. Um, that's, that's cool that you remember that streak. That was actually several casts ago. So. so for the average Godzilla fan that has seen a few movies, I will summarize this as a very, very poor man's Godzilla. Like, that's what this monster looks like. <laughs> yeah, he looks pretty bad. Um, he stands like Godzilla. Like he's, I, I think it's called, he's a theropod dinosaur. So it's like a dinosaur that stands on two legs. So he stands like Godzilla, uh, but he ain't Godzilla. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> he, he is such a background character in so many people's eyes. Um, and I have always loved this this character. Uh, just to be clear, it, this is the Playmates character. Uh, uh, Gorosaurus vinyl figure, just so everybody's on the same page. Uh, it's not that high-end Mezco collectible figure. I, I'm not. I'm not shelling out cash for that just yet. But to be clear, why I like this character, I've always just liked this character from back in the day. 
I was never one of those kids that saw a Godzilla movie or something else where I was just like, well, who's my favorite character? Well, it's Godzilla. I love Godzilla. So I, I got to go back to the movie that I talked about before on this cast. I talked about Destroy All Monsters from 1968. One of my favorites to watch, This specifically the battle scene at the end. I love watching that scene. It's so good with all these monsters just battling it out. That's where I first saw Gorosaurus. And I know that wasn't his debut, uh, but he was just sprinkled into this mix. So you've got contenders in this movie, like, you know, Godzilla, obviously. You've got Mothra, King Ghidorah, Rodan. Th- those are the, the big names that you always hear. And then you've got, like, Anguirus, who's, like, lesser known. Manila, who's Godzilla's son. I know we talked about him on here before. <laughs> Manila. I, I think, That's someone I was thinking of. Yeah, I feel like people would know him. If you're not uh, too big on Godzilla, you, you would at least, like, recognize his face. Um, and then you've just got a couple of randos in here, which I, I I have to imagine it was just like suits that like Toho just had lying around. And Gorosaurus is one of them. Now, t- to be fair, Gorosaurus was in King Kong Escapes. So he fought King Kong very briefly, like in the beginning stages of the movie, he fought him. King Kong defeated him and that was it. There was made no mention of him ever again. And then all of a sudden, it's like... Yeah, see all the monsters fight. Uh, Rodan and Angerlis and Gorosaurus. And it's like, you know, there's people out there who be like, who in the, is that? Like, you, like <laughs> who is that? And you got to do your research and look back like, oh, that's that T-Rex looking monster that got, that King Kong fought and, you know, beat the crap out of. So I've always just fancied him, man. I, he's, he's there and he plays a really big part in the fight at the end, which I think is hilarious. Uh, so I've always liked this character. I never had a figure of him. So it's nice to see that Playmates are just sort of doing this whole thing where they're like, okay, well, we can't just release Godzilla and Mechagodzilla and King Ghidorah. We can't just keep doing this. Let's release some rando figures. And Gorosaurus is as random as they come in the Toho universe. So I'm super excited to see that they're doing stuff like this. Hopefully they continue and we get a full line of 1968 monsters uh, for destroy all monsters because I would I'd buy all of them definitely there's there's a bunch of random ones in there but Gorosaurus was always my favorite I love when just something that you love and I know like you you go down you you love the most niche of characters yes. when it comes to like just properties and stuff so it's you're it's always impossible to find the stuff that you like so that's so cool to hear that they're just they're giving you this uh this figure he looks so goofy i gotta say like he is just one of the goofiest looking not scary dinosaurs yeah dude a poor man's godzilla is being very generous yeah like his godzilla v1 they were like all right he kind of he's gonna kind of gonna look like this and somebody looked at it like yo that's not scary that's not giving me shivers and they're like all right yeah this is way better let's this is gonna be godzilla and they're like all right yeah throw that guy in the in the dump heap to his credit he is the only kaiju in this series that has met both King Kong and Godzilla. Yeah, that's that's something on your resume. <laughs> Last week, man. That's a good collection update. What do you got going on? Man, what don't I have going on? Here we go. All right, we're going to talk first a little bit of Oliver's collection. A little, little stuff I'm getting for Oliver, which is Hot Wheels and Matchbox, man. I'm, I'm, I want to say I'm deep into this, but I'm getting deeper. So I, I head out. Every Sunday after I go grocery shopping and I hit I hit Walmart at like 730 in the morning and I go to the the car section and I'm always disappointed at what I see because it is just (laughs) never what I want. Um, I told you I'm I'm trying to get the Matchbox moving parts series. That's like the I just I don't know what Hot Wheels is doing. Like 
I feel like that's what kids would want is like the move. That's all Oliver wants. He just wants the moving, the moving cars, like the, the, uh, the trunk opens, the, the doors open. Yeah. From correct me if I'm wrong, write to me. I would love to know, uh, toy talk guys at gmail.com. I would, I would love to know that hot wheels is making that stuff in, in like a decent, um, price point, like a sub $5 price point. Matchbox seems to be the only ones doing it and they are impossible to find. I mean, impossible. I've, I've searched at one Walmart and they just haven't restocked them uh, since I bought the ones that they had there. So I'm uh, it's the thrill of the hunt for me, man, but it's a little disappointing every time I go. Cause it's just like, all right, well they don't have what I want. What am I getting instead? And I've been, I've been dipping into hot wheels a little bit. Um, specifically the color changing line <laughs> because <laughs> I bath time has become such a chore. Um, I'm I'm trying to make it fun, but like bath time is me and Oliver's time. Like I I pretty much bathe him every night, just one on one, while Nicole like kind of gets a break uh, from the day. And I'm just trying to find things to make bath time fun. And like the Hot Wheels color changers, they are doing the job. Like he, I'm just like, oh, we got a new truck. Let's go, let's go play with it in the bath, and like let's see it change colors. Obviously, the bath is warm, so it's not really changing too many colors. It's pretty much changing once. So like so fun, it's fun for you and fun for him. I guess fun for me. Like I. <laughs> I like I like that kind of stuff. I like I like the cars and stuff. They're fun to play with. Um and the color changing aspect is interesting. But it's more yeah, more fun for him. It's just like here's this novel thing, let's go up and play with it. And he he eats it up, man. He loves it. Um okay, I just wanted so. to, I just wanted to clarify just cuz you know, there's there's times where like, you know, Carter's playing with his like pretend driving wheel like driving a car and he seems to be having fun where i just there's times where i'm just like well i shove him aside i'm like well let me give a shot at that if like you're having so much fun with it (laughs) yeah we're not we're not there yet okay uh we're not we're not there yet we're fighting over the toy but um (laughs) it's it's a very enjoyable time so that's going on in one side of the world i've asked you before but like hot wheels matchboxes any of that entering your house at the moment no no he's he's I mean, he just turned one back in March, so we're, we're still we're still still got a ways to go. But um, I do have my old Hot Wheels and Matchbox locked and loaded in the garage, ready to be broken out and become his. But yeah, I mean, color changing. I I had we didn't talk about those last time we talked about this. Yeah, color changing was a was kind of a big deal. I didn't have many of those, but I remember I had a select few of them where that was like a whole another world where it's like okay. I need to get mom in on this. Like this has to be like, all right, mom, I'm playing with water. Like just, I'm going to be real (laughs) with you. Like we got to get to the sink. I'm going to need your help. Uh, let's change these cars up. Huh? It's cool that those are still around, man. I love it. Yeah. They, I feel like we talked about them maybe at the Christmas cast because they, they go from like there's, there's super hot water to like mild water to very cold water is there's three changing modes that they go through. Yeah. Uh, today which is which is cool i think it's pretty cool um but i will say like the cold cold it's got to be like ice cold like ice has to be in the in the cup uh to get it that cold dude who would have thought just science would have changed over the years you know yeah man they're figuring it out (laughs) (laughs) although the the truck i got him was advertised from going like red to yellow and red is the super cold color so it's very hard to get it red and then yellow is the the hot hot color and the mild color is like orange kind of orange okay. it basically goes from like an orangey yellow to yellow and that one's pretty lame i gotta say um but i, I get I, he's got two now and the other one is um like a purple dark purple all the way to like really light yellow and greens the in between and that one's way cooler um because 
you can actually see a change more often. I remember I would like dip the car halfway in and make it like half one color, half the other. And I just look around the room and be like, is anybody else doing this? Look what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) What an innovator I am. (laughs) Nah, dude. I mean, that's what I'm doing with him. I'm like, yo, look, let's get it halfway under. It's like half one, half the other. And he just, he just wants to dunk it in the water and just start playing with it. Like he doesn't care. Uh, yeah, look at I look at the whole wall. I'm I'm gonna move on to the Lego sec- segment in a sec, but I, I just look at the whole wall of Hot Wheels cars, and I'm just like, this is too much. It's just too it's too much. Yeah. There's too many cars, and they and it's just cars. Like it's he's got he's got like 20 cars probably at this point that are just cars, and I'm just like, I don't think he needs anything else. Like I don't think he needs any other cars. He's got a truck. He's got a car. Like they don't do anything else. That's that's all they do. So. I'm just so shocked that the moving parts stuff is so rare to find and it's only Matchbox. I'm just like, that feels like that would be the differentiator on a lot of these. It's like, oh, well, here's this car, but like it opens this way and it's got more interior detail and yeah. stuff on this one. But I don't know. I'm, I'm not I'm not a hardcore collector. I know people are, but I'm dipping my toe very wisely into this stuff because it could balloon and get crazy I fast. Feel I feel you. Uh, so last, last one here, also kind of an Oliver update, more double update i would say uh so at walmart you know i'll I'll, I'll check out the car aisle and then of course i gotta go check out the lego aisle and um the things that caught my eye were these lego stunts man um mostly because again oliver's very into cars and trucks and motorcycles and these are little lego motorcycles uh they have this pretty cool uh feature to them which is a i've never seen it before on like any kind of toy so i don't know if it's a lego specific thing or like other cars do this you actually like push it forward, like kind of like rev it forward a couple times with your hands, like just like run across the ground quick, pull it up, run across the ground quick, pull it up, and then like let it go. Like frick, it's like friction powered. Yeah, it's like friction power. So it's not like pullback or anything. It's just like you, you go forward a couple times and then it's just like, it's like off. And he loves, I got him two of these motorcycles and he's just like all about them. I'm all about playing with them. They're really, really cool. So this is some of the first Lego that I bought like specifically for him. And he's like just at the right age where he can kind of start playing with it. Still like, it's too small for him still. So he struggles with it, but he likes it. I like it. I'm just like, this is cool. Like we're, st- we're starting his collection a bit with the stunts. So I'm like already going down a rabbit hole. I'm like every week, I'm just going to get him a new one, whatever they got there. I'm just going to buy him a new little uh, figure. Cause they're cool. It's like little, you get a little fig, you get a little motorcycle and that's pretty much it. Like in the little starter packs. Um, but they're, they're sweet, man. This is kind of bringing me back to, I will never for the life of me, remember what they were called, but uh, Lego did something where it was just like they they had all these little tiny cars that were that were built and they they were powered by like putting these cars back up to like a a big pedal that you would like smack with your fist or push down with your hand and it would slide the cars forward. I know exactly the theme you're talking about. Oh, okay. I, I I got one of those as a kid and I was so disappointed because I just, I didn't have any of them and that was just wasn't on my radar. And I was just like, of all the things you could get me, you got me this thing. Like I was just so disappointed. Uh. Um, but I remember, I remember liking it. It was, it was either the racers theme or the world racers. It was like a racers theme. I just remember it was a small, tiny build and it was affordable and I could get a bunch of them. That always yeah. played a factor into my decision-making. So I'm pretty sure it was the racers brand and they were like not quite minifigs. They were like little dudes. Um, they were like bricks almost. Yeah, they were like little bricky guys. Yeah, it's, it was racers. It actually came out around the time, 2001, when the Lego racers game came out. Yeah, man, I had one of these. I know what you're talking okay. about. Yeah, that's just immediately when I saw these, I'm like, that's that reminds me of that. But I know these are completely different. The racers are pretty unique and different. 
um i don't know if you like you go to the link and you just kind of fly through the ones that are available at least like the ones not in the sets um yeah are there any that jump out at you it's like that's the one i would get or like maybe that's the one or two that i'd be after um the demolition stunt bike looks pretty cool he just he looks like somebody from like road warrior i like him i do like him i'm a, i'm on the lookout for him i haven't seen him in stores um but he's one on my list for sure what about you so i I've, I've gotten him the chicken stunt bike guy he was the first one i got okay. uh, just because he was he was different little costume character he was pretty cool and then only because they had her i got wheelie stunt bike um kind of the blue haired lady um not yeah. my favorite i really like the rocket stunt bike like it just reminds me of Rocket Racer. I think it's like a similar shirt that he wore in that game in the Lego Racers game. So almost like a, a nod to him. <laughs> um, I really want that one. And then the rest, I'm just like, if I get these, sure, that's fine. But I'm, I'm after those two, the Demolition Stunt Bike guy and the Rocket Racer. Lego Racers game. That that sounds like it's a whole um, like uh, Patreon <laughs> cast that we need to do just on Lego Racer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just play it. Just play some of it, man. <laughs> Just do a live stream, Lego Racers. So, You're so good at it. I'm horrible at that game. Dude, wow. Thank you. That's nice of you to say. I am not good at it. Let's just set the record straight. You've at least beat it. <laughs> You've been able to beat the game. <laughs> I haven't been able to do that since I was like 10 years old. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for us today. If you'd like to stay up to date on all things Toy Talk Guys, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for the Toy Talk Guys. And please give us a five-star review on this podcast and Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, if you can, that really helps us out. And uh, don't be afraid to tell a friend about the show. That helps as well. Thanks for listening and hope to see you guys again next time. Talk.